Hello, everybody, and welcome to another special set of episodes for Art Drama Llama called the Llama Exclusive. We will still look beyond the galleries and dish on the art world's gossip, rivalries, and eccentricities, but we will also cover current events or other interesting things that are happening in the world, art world right now. My name is Manchi. I'm Vartika. And I'm Sienja. And today we're going to look beyond Van Gogh's sunflowers. So, if you don't know who Van Gogh is, I mean, his full name is Vincent Van Gogh. Um, one of his most famous pieces is Starry Night. Um, but some of his other pieces include Sunflowers, which are actually a series of paintings. So, I'll be going over first 10 surprising facts about his sunflowers. And then I'll also talk about a few more interesting things um, about the sunflower. Series. Well, I just want to say I didn't realize it was part of a series. So you already did interesting fact number one for me. All right. <laughs> I guess 11 interesting facts. <laughs> um, okay. So the first fact was a week before starting on the paintings, Van, no Gogh... <laughs> Van Gogh drew sunflowers in the garden of a bathhouse in the brothel quarter. So Van Gogh was trying to pick up chicks. I mean, he did cut off his ear and give it to one of them. His ex, right? Yeah. (laughs) So there's that. Um, Fact number two, or I guess three. I'll just, you know, okay. Vincent only turned to sunflower still lifes because of the wind and the rain. He needed to work in the cozy yellow house. So I guess I didn't read that much into this fact. I just... I don't really understand what the yellow house was. So, Sonia, do you know or Manchi? No, I was like, this is, I have no idea what this is referring yeah, to. Yeah, this is the first time that I heard about the yellow house. But is that where he lived? Maybe it was just like I a think, yellow like house that was there. Yeah, I think it's maybe, an like, actual yellow joy. house. Because it lived. sounds to me like maybe he was like seasonally depressed. Oh, so, wait, no, I, I know what this is. Um, yeah. You know how in paintings you always see like, or paintings that he does, there's always this house and it's yellow. That's that's the yellow house. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought this is where he roomed with Gauguin. Maybe, uh, probably, because it, is it the one in, it's the one in Arles, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm looking at this house and it's on online and yeah, and it says, um, is where he lived in Arles, and he lived with Gauguin there. And sadly, the building was uh, severely damaged in a bombing raid by the Allies in oh, 1940. No. And it was 44, and it was demolished. Oh, no. Well, speaking of World War II, um, <laughs> there's more about that later in a few minutes. Anyways, fact number three. Van Gogh did not actually paint the flowers in a pot. He liked to paint what he could see, so it's usually assumed that he put the sunflowers in a pot in front of his easel. So that made sense. Did that make sense? Okay, well. <laughs> so just hold on. Let me digest that. Yeah, let it, let's take a, a few seconds to think about it more. Um so essentially what, what they mean by this fact is that the pot was not steady enough. So the heavy, like the sunflowers are really heavy and the amount that he put in there are 
it would make the pot tip over. So he probably okay, like okay. So he painted the sunflowers first, and then the pot. Yeah, or the pot and then the sunflowers. I either okay. one. I mean, okay, okay, okay. I don't know. <laughs> but um, this article that I was reading, the person who wrote it, they try they went and tried it out. Like they took a bunch of sunflowers and put them in a pot, but the pot tipped over. So, oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I see what you mean. You just painted them separately. Like yeah, painted the flowers when it was just the flowers, and then the pot, <laughs> just the pot. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, yep. Um, next fact is there's a, in his most famous sunflowers piece, um, there's a crudely painted blue line, and this is deliberate, and it's not the result of clumsy brushwork. So Van Gogh's bold decision to include these crude blue, blue lines breaks up the symmetry and adds a bit of vibrancy to the composition. Um, a bit of a fabus, I see. <laughs> Brings, brings character. Yep. Um, next one. This is kind of a, I don't know. Chip. I thought it was a fun fact. Um, I mean, they're all fun facts. Anyways, Vincent celebrated the completion of his sunflowers with a shopping spree. So I totally understand. Yeah. I'm going to go party with a shopping yeah, spree. Yeah, treat yourself. Yep, exactly. Um, after his suicide, um, Vincent Van Gogh's doctor, uh, Paul Gatchett, drew a simple tribute. Wait, wait, wait. Fancy, fancy. Manchi. <laughs> How would you say that in French? Uh, Dr. Gachet. Gachet. Okay. okay. Dr. Gachet drew a simple tribute, which was a poignant, poignant single sunflower. Wait, so, was Vincent even French? He was no. French. No, Van Gogh was Dutch, but he oh, right, right. lived in in France for a period of time. France. <laughs> well, uh, while okay. we're on the topic of Vincent Van Gogh, I feel like I should mention how my sixth grade art teacher told us to pronounce his name. It was Van Gogh. Yeah, Vincent. <laughs> no, and I went with a V. It was with an F, like Vincent Van Gogh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna choke on some spit. Okay, let me try it though. Let me be respectful, as I know what it feels like to have your name mispronounced. So okay, I'm probably also remembering it wrong because sixth grade was sadly a long time ago. So what well, is it try. even like Genghis's Khan's name? The way we pronounce it, like wrong too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's been Americanized, or I guess English, um, Anglicized. Oh, yeah. oh no, yeah, not Romanized. Okay, Manchi, go for it. Okay, thank God. Is that's that right? probably that's probably closer to what he was saying. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh, okay. Back to the facts. Um. A Van Gogh letter about the sunflowers was discovered in a book bought for a few francs from a bookstall by the River Seine. So who took who tucked the letter into the book is still a mystery. But the earlier owner of the letter, who must have thought it was a convenient place to store it, um, or they must have thought it was a convenient place to store it because back in the early 1900s Van Gogh wasn't as like well known so it didn't have that much value and so whoever the lucky buyer of the book was they sold the letter to the uh, Musée Rateau in Arles in 1984 and they got a a lot of money for it it went for um, like 24,000 francs 
And since then, the prices of Van Gogh's correspondences have soared. And so in 2012, when the manuscripts market was performing well, another one of his letters sold for 360,000 francs. So if you ever find some type of like old looking letter. Yeah, a good lesson not to, you know, not to destroy it or put it in some uh, weird, weird place. Yeah, put it in a random book and go sell it. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you know what this reminds me of? What? It reminds me of when one of our good friends gave you a birthday gift and didn't realize. So she re-gifted a gift. So her grandfather gave her the gift and she then gave it to Tika. And Tika discovered 50 bucks in the (laughs) gift. (laughs) Yeah, so it was a it was a mini pinball machine. And I guess our friend didn't realize that like you could play it. And once you won, like the thing popped out. So there were $50 in there. <laughs> so our friend gave me $50 for Christmas and my birthday. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. Yeah, she was she was so mad. <laughs> yeah, like, I wonder if she still remembers. <laughs> anyway. Yep. We can so, talk about sunflowers. Yeah. Anyways, back to sunflowers. Gahan, um, Paul Gahan, who was Van Gogh's good friend, he grew sunflowers in Polynesia as a tribute to his lost friend. Um, and we know this because we have a receipt for his seeds that he bought, which is seems so random, but that's such a, like, kind of shows how good of friends they were. And I don't know, some of the stories that I've read, they, it was a true friendship. I thought they were enemies. Oh, okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I thought at the end they were no longer friends. Maybe. But I feel like if he did grow sunflowers, yeah. then there was... Maybe there were frenemies at one point, but... Yeah. Okay. Uh, like Trisha Paytas and HVHU? I have no idea who I don't those know people who those, are. I've heard of Never Trisha mind. Paytas, but I don't know. Our, our youngster friends will know. <laughs> all right <laughs> for gen We're just, years tika and i are just dating ourselves now yeah um okay theo who was van Gogh's older brother or vincent's older brother theo his widow joe bonger fell in love with an artist named isaac israels and later lent him her sunflowers so i guess van Gogh gave like a copy of or like this sunflowers painting like this specific one to his brother who lent it to someone she fell in love with um my next fact is that nazi leader hermann goring goring owned a sunflowers painting but it turned out to be a fake so van gogh was branded as a degenerate by the nazis and so german museums were forced to sell off five of his paintings However, in private, Hermann Goring, who was Hitler's deputy, was quite happy to enjoy a looted painting of two sunflowers, which was the title of the painting, Two Sunflowers. And then in 1942, he gave it as a Christmas present to his wife, who was the actress Emmy Sonneman, and they hung it in the medieval castle that they lived in um, outside of Nuremberg. And then when in 1945, during the Allied advance, Goring sent the paint sent the picture to for safekeeping to a um, Nazi Alpine stronghold, 
And there it was recovered by American troops and returned to its pre-war owner in Paris, which was the Paul Rosenberg Gallery. And then I guess later, um, Goring, who committed suicide just hours before he was due to be hanged in 1946, he never realized that his looted Van Gogh was actually an extremely crude forgery. So I thought that was kind of, I thought that was kind of funny. Well, it sucks that he never knew it was fake. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it. I guess it's karma for him for stealing it. <laughs> <laughs> he lived his natural life thinking he had a real one. <laughs> yeah. He'll go into the afterlife telling all his buddies. <laughs> and then later they'll all find out it's actually a fake. Yeah. Or And then if he's like having entertaining guests at his castle. At his castle? For, I don't know. <laughs> someone like some art collector or someone comes up and they're like they examine it and then they they just know it's a fake so they just secretly stand there and like laugh at him I don't know just the thought of it makes me laugh I wonder if that's his version of his personal hell it's just people <laughs> making fun of his bingo not being real oh man all right yeah. continue on um so there's as I said, I was a, as I was talking about before, the sunflowers are actually a series, or I guess more accurately, in August 1888, Van Gogh painted four sunflowers to lives in his yellow house in Arles. The last two are the most famous ones. So one of them is the 14 flowers on a turquoise background, which are, and this piece is located in Munich, and then the other one is 15 flowers on a yellow background and this piece is located in London. But the first two aren't known as well, are, aren't known as well as like the other two are. Um, Van Gogh began his series with three sunflowers and this was the one that he painted in August, 1888. And this was painted with a turquoise background and it has always been hidden away in private collections. And the last time it was displayed was in a one month exhibition at the Cleveland Art Gallery in 1948. So not very many people will remember that show. And this piece, Three Sunflowers, wasn't even published in color until the 1980s. Um, Vincent described this picture to his brother Theo as three large flowers in a green vase, face, vase, with a light background. The sheer size of the flowers is dazzling with the left with the one on the left as large as the pot. And he painted the flowers against a vibrant turquoise color, which was quite different from his earlier still lifes that he had done in Paris, where he mainly placed flowers against a dark background. However, once he moved to Arles, Van Gogh became very bold with his use of color. And this piece is probably one of the first two Van Gogh works to be sold after the artist's death. So I think that was kind of significant that it's one of the first two that was sold after he died but not very many people know about it but the listeners of our podcast will yeah and I think it's a commentary on how how many pieces of art we probably miss out on just because they're in private collections when <laughs> like the rich people are hoarding them yeah. <laughs> yeah. just keeping them in their homes that hmm. we'll never see I don't know. I feel like it's funny hoarding artwork and putting it in at such a high price because I'm like, 
literally everything is relevant. That is true. true. Van Gogh's works were like, I was going to say worthless, but that means very expensive. They didn't have any worth at all. Yeah. Also, yeah. Oh, wait. Like, yeah. No, that, that does mean worthless. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. Well, okay. Priceless. Like, You're thinking of priceless. Yeah, yeah. Like when he was alive, they're like, oh, this is stupid. But then he died. They're like, oh, amazing, beautiful. Yeah. Spectacular, show stopping. So it all goes back down to marketing, I guess. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's Moving forward. Major in marketing. No. <laughs> <laughs> so now you know about three of the four sunflower still lives. Now, the fourth one was also relatively unknown, and it was painted in August 1888. And this one's called Six Sunflowers. And once again, Vincent Van Gogh's description was super low key. So he said three flowers, one flower that's gone to seed and lost its petals and a bud on a blue royal background, a royal blue background. Compared with the painting called Three Sunflowers, which was probably painted just the day before, the flowers in this one, Six Sunflowers, are presented more schematically, emphasizing their spiky leaves and their sepals. This painting, Six Sunflowers was the first Van Gogh to be bought by a Japanese collector. In 1920, it was acquired by Koyata Yamamoto, who was a wealthy cotton trader from Ashiya, which is near Osaka, Japan. However, um, on August 6, 1945, which was the day that the atomic bomb was dropped on Hiroshima, Ashiya was devastated in a separate American attack. So more than 1,500 conventional bombs were dropped on Ashia, which, with fires quickly spreading. Yamamoto's house was set alight, and the six sunflowers were engulfed in flames. So Yamamoto survived, and he lived until 1963, but this painting um, did not make it. And uh, only before World War II, only a few of Van Gogh's paintings had been photographed in color, but luckily six sunflowers was among them. So we do have proof of it. We just will never be able to see it in person. And as we talked about last week, um, about like the, the the destruction of art and, you know, all of this, I don't know, just makes me sad. And I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. it's like not, it's not like a specific group is the only one who does this, right? It's every party in war yeah. will inevitably destroy some type of art, right? Like even the US bombing of Dresden, that led to a lot of mm. art destruction art, like Dresden. Dresden was like a huge art city in Germany, so. Yeah. Uh, it was like war too. Paintings and like physical, I guess like, well, you know, like sculptures and stuff aside. I think another thing that gets lost is like the architecture. Yeah, exactly. So we, I feel like we like kind of neglect how architecture is a form of art. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that also is very much lost. And architecture, I feel like it's more personal because it is a home. It is mm-hmm. like something that like houses you. Yeah, and it's it's. I think it's the most direct expression of how a society views themselves, right? Like at that time, they're gonna design things that one are functional for their environment but two also demonstrate some of the most important aspects of their society yeah 
So, and if it's not destroyed by war or something else similar, it's looted and just hidden away or yeah, stolen. Like, um, I don't know if it's actually true, but my I do remember my parents telling me this. The Taj Mahal in India actually had like you see it as completely white now, or I guess kind of a dirtyish color because time has you know eroded in you know weather and all that but um originally supposedly it had like a ton of jewels all over it and thieves stole all of it so i don't know well like yeah, this type of stuff pyramids had were were in color like they weren't beige they weren't brown oh like they were yeah, painted yeah. yeah wait the mayan ones yeah the mayan pyramids Whoa. they were painted I did not know that. That's yeah. I only know because I went to this Mayan exhibit at the Perot Museum, mm. and they showed a picture of what it would look like at the time of like people using it and all that. Aww. And then I'm like, "What? They were painted!" And I was like, "This would make movies look so much more cooler." <laughs> I mean, it makes sense because all Mayan art is very, like, the colors are very expressive and very bright. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so sad. Well, I um, feel like we landed on a downer, even though we were, we were talking about mangoes, sunflowers. Yeah, I guess to maybe, maybe Martika can end this on a good note. Huh? Maybe you can end this on a good note. I mean, not a good note, but I think it's an interesting one. Last interesting Van Gogh related news. So it's not related to his sunflowers, but. Um, Raphael, or I'm not pronouncing his name right, but Raphael Imperiale, who is who is the leader of an Italian mafia-style gang called Naples Camorra, um, and he's alleged to be behind the theft of two Van Gogh paintings and also the involvement of drug trafficking, was recently arrested in Dubai, and the Italian authorities are now seeking his extradition. So the problem. Like the whole backstory behind this. Um, in 2002, view of the sea at Schwenningen, which was painted in 1882, and the congregation leaving the Reformed Church in Nuenen, which was painted in 1884 to 1885. These two works were stolen from the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam in the Netherlands. Both pieces were recovered in 2016 in Naples in a property that was linked to Imperiale. Um, and I was reading up on this. It was his, like, I think it was his parents' property in Naples that they found these two works in. So the man decided to gift it to his parents, which is kind of sweet, but also maybe he was just hiding them. so people. Yeah, know. what if he was trying to throw his parents under the bus? <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah. I mean... You know, I don't condone art thievery, but also it's kind of cool. They're called the Naples Camorra. It's yeah. <laughs> a cool name. Yeah. After conservation, the pictures went back on display in April 2019, which, which means I should have seen them when I went because I went to the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam and I went in June 2019. Oh, man, I did not know about this. Yeah, Mr. It's like there's actually a picture of you with them. Yeah, maybe there is. I took a picture of them. Okay, I'll have to go back and look through my pictures. But I feel like I 
Yeah, I'm so sad. It's okay. I have plans to go back to Amsterdam because I only spent a day there. So yeah, happening. Also, we didn't have this podcast before. You know, we're making this podcast so we also become more informed. We could do a live stream of us in museums. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. But yeah, this was a big thing. Um, This guy was arrested. So, and we'll probably go into more of the backstory behind all of this in a later episode. So, yeah, just giving you guys an overview. All right, well, very cool. I feel like I learned a ton about the sunflowers. I had always thought they were sort of his most boring works of art. I no, thought they were like I thought he painted a bunch of them. I thought I didn't know it was like four. I guess because like they're everywhere. I think there were probably more, right? Okay, because I thought he I, made like I don't know twenty or something, and then you're like, no, it was four. I was like, maybe they know. were destroyed and we just don't know. Maybe, yeah. Well, anyway. As always, if you have any stories you'd like us to cover, email us at artdramalama at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Patreon at artdramalama. And lastly, thank you for joining us. We hope we can continue looking beyond the galleries with y'all. Till next time. Bye, llamas. Bye, llamas. Bye.